You know my Jesus is all. My Jesus is all. Welcome to Sanctified in Truth with Michael York, a ministry of the Fairview Baptist Church in Ashland, Kentucky. Sanctified in Truth is a daily podcast for followers of Christ who desire to imitate Him and dedicate ourselves fully to the plans God has for us by deepening our love and understanding of God's Word. Our passage today is Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. As always, I want to encourage you to read the passage before you listen to the podcast. How do you comfort a group of people in the midst of persecution? How can you offer hope to Christians who've seen others killed for their faith? People who've been abandoned by family and friends. People for whom economic pressures weigh on them as neighbors refuse to do business with them. What do you say to people like that? Well, the author of Hebrews offers comfort that would not spring to mind so easily for most of us. The comfort he offers is this. God speaks. God speaking to his people is not a thing of the past. He spoke creation into existence. He talked with Adam. He spoke to Noah. He called Abraham. He spoke to Moses. He spoke through the prophets. Following the time of the prophets, there was silence from heaven. However, that silence was broken in an unexpected place. God spoke one night in Bethlehem through the cry of a baby in a manger. This was not a mediated voice of God speaking to someone or through someone. It was God himself. In these last days, God has spoken through his son. Here is Jesus, the supreme revelation of God. Jesus is God himself. He is God in flesh. Jesus came as God's revelation of himself. For us to see Jesus is to see God's faithfulness. His love, His mercy, His holiness, His goodness, His commitment to justice. What did God speak through Jesus? In the Old Testament, or as the writer of Hebrews puts it, long ago in many times and in many ways, God spoke. God's communication in the Old Testament revolved around His covenant. When God spoke in Genesis 3 following the sin of Adam and Eve, He promised He would send a seed of the woman who would crush the head of the serpent. The Old Testament traces that promise. God told Abraham that the whole earth would be blessed through him. God told David that a king would come from him who would rule forever. So when Jesus came, it was God saying that he was fulfilling his promises. He spoke long ago, but in these last days he is saying his plan is come to fruition in Jesus Christ. The writer of Hebrews comforts these people to let them know God is always faithful. His timing is unknown, but his character is never in question. His purposes can only be seen dimly sometimes, but they're always good. Notice that Jesus is described as the heir of all things before he's described as the creator of the world. The emphasis of the author of Hebrews is not on how the story begins, but how it ends. 
because Jesus is the one that will be the owner and ruler of all creation, not to mention he is the one who is creator of all, we can have hope no matter what goes on. It's the radiance of the glory of God who upholds the universe by the word of his power. We understand we don't only have to look to what will be one day to have hope. We can have hope right now because Jesus is ruling over all creation in faithfulness and in goodness. It's not just enough to speak of the power of Christ. We need to know that his power is exercised according to his perfect nature. The author of Hebrews points something else that God said in Christ. In Christ, God tells us we're loved. Jesus made purification for sins, and he sat down at the place of honor to signify that his work was perfect and complete. For these people, and for us, it can be so easy to question God's love and God's goodness. We get bogged down in life by looking around in our lives to try and find evidence of God's love. And so often we forget to look at the greatest proof of God's care for us. It's there at the right hand of the Father, the place reserved for victors to show us that God has been faithful to His promise and has gifted us with redemption. Everything God said long ago, at many times, in many ways, has been fulfilled in Christ. That was the greatest hope that the author of Hebrews could offer those first century Christians who were facing so much. It's the greatest hope that can be offered to us no matter what we face today. As we seek to think through the meaning, implications, and applications of this passage, we want to ask ourselves our three basic questions. First, what does this passage tell me about God? Let's be clear. God speaking to us is not something we're owed. It is a gift of God. God's revelation of himself is the only way we can know what he's like. That God spoke in his word and through his son shows us just how much God wants to be known. God in his grace has not made humanity look for him. He told them exactly where he is and what he's like. So often our Bibles sit on our shelves to collect dust. Prayers go unspoken or offered hastily. We appreciate Jesus, but we limit the gift of Christ to salvation, and we ignore how he communicates to us about God. All these things that God has given us to speak to us are not a burden to us. We always need to see and treat God's revelation of himself as the gracious and precious gift that it is. Second question we want to ask is, what does this passage reveal to me about myself and about humanity in general? That God speaks to us reveals that we need to be spoken to. We need instructions. We need reassurance. We need communications of love. God did not speak because he loves the sound of his own voice. He spoke because we need to hear what he reveals. Sometimes we believe the lie that we're sufficient in our independence. We believe that we're okay on our own. We think that we have things figured out. But God has spoken because that's not true. We need him and we need to hear him. The third question we want to ask is what does this passage call me to do? Well, if God has spoken, we need to listen. But we also need to see how we listen is important. Many people engage with God's word to see what it tells them to do, the promises that it offers to their benefit. In other words, we listen only to the extent that it involves us. 
However, when we listen to the voice of God in His Word and see how He's spoken through His Son, we work to our own harm if we only limit it to how it involves us. We need to always look to see what is revealed about the person of God. What is revealed about the character of God? What does it reveal about the plan of God? And when the Bible does speak to us or about us, we need to agree with what it says and obey it. Since God has spoken, we need to listen. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of Sanctified in Truth. Join us tomorrow as we'll discuss Hebrews chapter 1, verse 5 to 14. May everything you say and everything you do today seek to honor God. And whatever you do, take comfort and know that Jesus has already prayed for you, that you would be sanctified in truth. Mm-hmm.